0: The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, the media. To watch the ongoing media propaganda, it's like watching Pravda. Yeah, I used to be a liberal too. We needed to speak up as a church about some of these issues that we're facing in the nation. Because heterosexuality is God's good intention and design. Parents are a little bit too complacent sometimes about, oh, how bad could it be? It's very bad. It's bigger than most people realize, and it's basically sexualizing children is what it is. Because you can't be truly conservative and be advocating for so-called rights on the basis of what God says is a sin. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles at lifesitenews.com. Olive Tree Views at worldnetdaily.com, at barbwire.com, and elsewhere out on the web, as well as, of course, our website at missionamerica.com, where you can also learn about my book written especially for teens, and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality, and go to our website to learn much more. Well, the news lately has included witchcraft. Yes, we've learned that Tom Brady the quarterback of the Patriots, says his wife is a witch and her rituals helped the Patriots win the Super Bowl. But she's a good witch, Brady laughingly told the media. Well, there's actually no such thing as a good witch. And this kind of reckless ignorance is now going to help promote witchcraft and sorcery to an American public that's already confused enough. Here's what he said that she does, and I thought when I read this, this is an opportunity to talk about these pagan ideas and beliefs and remind us all uh, about what's wrong with this. He's, uh, Tom Brady is 41 years old, and he's been married for about 10 years to Giselle Bundchen, his Brazilian supermodel wife, and he said that she makes a little altar for him before the game, and she wills him to win she brings this altar with pictures of their kids they have two children together and he has one from a previous relationship and he has special stones he has healing stones protection stones she has a necklace she makes him wear little drops that she asks him to drink and he is supposed to repeat mantras that is saying the same thing over and over and over again and always you know a positive view to bring about success. Now, astrology is also in there somewhere, which just as an aside, it makes one wonder why, if she's got all this supernatural power, she didn't warn the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, that he was about to be arrested for soliciting prostitutes in Florida. Um, I, I just had to put that in. That's another whole whole subject. But anyway, so this famous football couple is now going to mislead all kinds of people and advance the public relations of witchcraft down the field in America. And, you know, I'm sure they think, you know, whatever works, right? Well, no, not right. Let's never forget what people who engage in this kind of superstitious activity are doing. Even people that think they are good witches have dismissed Almighty God, as they seek to gain unlimited power and control to direct their life situation, to make things happen or not happen, even if such direction involves forces that they don't understand, this is reckless at the very least. Here are the problems with this. It's directly prohibited in Scripture in the strongest language in Deuteronomy 18, 9 and 10, 1 Samuel 15, 23, Leviticus nineteen thirty one, and elsewhere in the Bible. It's not just in the Old Testament. Those are Old Testament references. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul talks quite a bit about the pagan rituals and practices and sorcery that he encountered encountered in the Roman and Greek world as he spread the gospel in the book of acts in chapter 8 a sorcerer is converted to faith in Christ which makes us know that they're not compatible it's not the same thing you either believe in the lord jesus or you practice sorcery but they do not blend And in chapter 19 in the book of Acts, those who came to know the Lord Jesus had such strong reactions and repented so strongly about what they had been doing that they publicly burned their books of magic. That's a pretty big demonstration of the difference between rituals that include sorcery and true faith in the authentic living Lord Jesus Christ also in galatians 5 in the new testament witchcraft is mentioned as one of the sins of the flesh and so let's talk a little bit about what witchcraft is you know some people are thinking well what's the what's the problem here you know i'm just doing a few little rituals and spells well like everything about the human spirit it's what's in your heart and what's not in your heart that counts There are many versions of witchcraft and paganism, and there's many similarities in pagan rituals and beliefs all across the world, wherever they are practiced. There are quite a few similarities. They're called by different names. And some people are dabbling in this and they have no idea. Most of them reject the idea that there are demonic spirits. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Satan will use whatever he can. There are many different versions, but sorcery usually involves some effort to use this occult spiritual power to make something the witch or the pagan desires to happen or not happen. And the spells involve, often involve a series of steps Which are really immaterial because if a demon responds, thinking, Ah, I've got somebody on the line here, he'll take advantage of anything and use it to manipulate this act of rebellion because the person has rejected trusting in God, has rejected bowing before Jesus and accepting the blood of Jesus and repenting before him as their savior and trusting in him for the future, for whatever God wants for our lives. We pray to him, but we don't perform rituals. That's not how God is contacted in an authentic way. And so this demon will draw in the participant, making them think they are in charge, which of course, ultimately, they might think that for a while, but they are not. So Giselle Buncheon, Brady's model wife, she's Brazilian, and her roots in Brazil may be significant here. The country is just awash in pagan ritual. They have all these African-based occult practices that were brought over hundreds of years ago, and and then now they have blended into syncretism within Brazilian churches. Even some versions of Catholicism blend this in to some extent. It's You know, from voodoo to practices called santeria. Another one is called candomblé. Another one is called macumba. Another one is called umbanda. So I did a little research on Brazil a few years ago as I contributed a chapter to a book of essays put together by Dr. Peter Jones from Truth Exchange. And the book is called On Global Wizardry Techniques of Pagan Spirituality and a Christian Response. And here's what I said about the city of Rio de Janeiro on New Year's Eve is one of the largest pagan festivals and basically a huge ritual involving sorcery, whether the people realize it or not, in the world. 2 million people gather on the beaches at midnight, and they are there until 4 a.m. or so. It's an all-night party, and what they do is, the, the tradition is that they wear white, which is supposed to symbolize peace. Sometimes they wear other bright colors for other, each color means something. They are wanting good fortune for the coming year, and they honor the goddess of the sea, Yamanja. Yamanja. Uh, Sometimes she is interchangeable in many of their minds with the Virgin Mary in some blending of, again, Catholicism with these Afro-Brazilian gods, or they call them Orishas. So there are spiritists around the beach. They have little offerings they send off into the waves, little boats, uh, flowers. They make sacrifices to Yamanja Yamanja at midnight there there are drums and dancing to raise the energy that's another common sorcery ritual and of course this is a big tourism event it's the hottest new year's eve party on the planet some travel agents will tell you but there is nothing christian about this it is total pagan ritual but this is real common in brazil they believe they can cleanse oneself in the ocean waters. They jump over the waves seven times to, you know, bring good luck for the the coming year. And I, I'm I was reading on some websites and here's what one person said. He's an American who lives in Rio and said this. He said, I've worn all white to go out and celebrate, and I did jump the seven little waves one year. And he said, I think it's great that the new year in Brazil has a spiritual side and meaning, much more so than in American culture. Over the years, I've come to appreciate that the significance of the new year to Brazilians is similar to the significance of Christmas to Americans. What? The significance of Christmas to Americans is, is that Jesus Christ, our Savior, was born to save the whole world. It has nothing to do with good fortune and rituals and sorcery for the coming year. It's for all years and for eternity if we believe in him. So anyway, I think this is has a great influence on Giselle. And the other thing about Giselle uh, that you find out when you Check out what she's been doing. She's a follower of Don Miguel Ruiz, who is a Mexican spiritualist. He's author of The Four Agreements, and he is put in the category of a new thought neo-shamanistic faith philosophy. It's basically a paganism, and here's one of the things they believe. There are a number of things they believe that go into the what is called new thought category. They believe that words have power. So not to speak something is to refuse to give it power. And of course, you can always give something you want power by dwelling on it. That's like the mantras, which is used in Hinduism and in Eastern religions, by the way. A lot of these things are just, again, Satan has the same old tricks he gives to people all over the world who want to do something spiritual separate from God. Uh, The repetitive phrases, mantras is to make something happen, and these are self-centered techniques of control outside the realm of God's will and trusting in Jesus Christ. It's I will instead of God's will, and many of us will recognize this, by the way, giving words power or not giving them power is behind a lot of the progressive actions radical left-wing actions to shut down conservative and Christian speech. Satan does not believe in free speech. Yeah, he wants to give us no time because the arguments in favor of the Lord as our Savior and conservative arguments that follow God's standards make so much more sense once they are aired, and so Satan does not believe in authentic freedom of speech. And this is one of the ways in which he convinces lost and confused people to suppress the witness of the gospel and the witness of truth in in the world. We will talk more about all of this, more about paganism, sorcery, and what's wrong with all that and how that conflicts with authentic Christian faith when we come back. I'll also tell you about Oprah and her connection to all this when we come back here on Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey. Stay with us. We will be right back after these messages friends, I want to make sure that you know about the kinds of topics and articles you will find at missionamerica.com. It's a great resource. There's a lot that we've done over the years on homosexuality, gender confusion, and the damage this agenda is doing to our culture and our kids. We talk about the schools. We talk about Islam and false faith. We talk about neo-paganism, witchcraft, and so much more. And the effect all of this is having on America, friends, if we don't get involved, get our churches and our pastors involved and start making a difference by speaking out and taking a stand for what is good and right as we have been taught and led by the Lord. And we know this, we have to make a difference and we can make a difference. And that's the reason for the name Mission America. We can change things and turn all of this around. It's a matter of the heart. Are you willing to get involved? I hope you are. If so, start by looking around our website, doing some reading and thinking about where God would be calling you in this fight. We have to pray, but we also have to act. We have to be willing to have courage and speak out. So remember our radio show is here from 1 to 130 every Saturday afternoon and we also broadcast four minute commentaries right here on WRFD, the word Columbus at ten twenty a.m. Monday through Friday. So lots to hear from Mission America, where we try to keep you updated on the culture's issues and the areas where we can get involved. And thank you so much for your prayers, your support, and your involvement. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. So today we're talking about football and witchcraft. What do the two have in common? Well, Tom Brady, the Patriots quarterback, and they just won the Super Bowl, has brought them together because he's talking about his wife, Giselle Bunchin. that she's a witch, but she's a good witch, and she helped them win the Super Bowl. There's some real problems with this, of course. Sorcery and witchcraft are strongly condemned in Scripture, Old Testament, and New Testament. I don't have time to go to all the different verses where God makes this clear, but if you go to our website at missionamerica.com, and you look under the new paganism and also under the basics, there are two articles, what God has to say about false worship, part one, and then part two. And we list a lot of these scriptures there about all the different ways that paganism, sorcery, and witchcraft are a problem for humans who want an authentic relationship with the real living God. But some of these people don't want an authentic relationship with the real living God, and they are trying to obtain supernatural power or whatever power they think it is. Sometimes people, these folks, believe it's a power in their own mind, and they're just reaching into their divine natures and accessing a higher order thinking and so on. No, you're talking about connecting with The occult with demonic powers, this is made very clear in scripture, that there is Almighty God, our triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and his realm of faithful angels, which are directed by him, not us. We are not to pray to angels, but then there are the fallen angels, which happened a long time ago. And they are demons, and they are subservient to the highest fallen angel, Satan, Lucifer. And what is Satan's goal? Satan's goal is to separate us from God. He will do it however he can. Temptation, distraction, division, destruction are some of his main methods. So if he has somebody that's interested in accessing power in a supernatural way, whether it's through a series of steps and rituals or it's through a whole new way of thinking, Satan is thrilled with that. He just goes with it. And whether the person realizes that he exists or not, which is another great trick of Satan, is to convince people, usually in the vein of being much more enlightened and intellectual than than uh, faithful Christians are, that there is no such thing as a Satan, all the while they are being manipulated by him all the time. So back to Giselle, who is a follower of this Don Miguel Ruiz, who is a New Thought neo-shaman and uh, an adherent of this category of pagan belief called New Thought. My friend Marcia Montenegro, who is a former, she was into paganism and astrology long ago. She's now a faithful believer in Jesus, and she has a fantastic, very, very well-researched, in-depth website called ChristianAnswersForTheNewAge.org. She has a five-page article on New Thought, a whole strain of philosophy that goes back to the Christian scientists And the Unity Church, Oprah is a follower of pretty much, it's hard to categorize these things sometimes, but she would kind of fall into the new thought category. Uh, That famous book uh, a few years back that I believe Oprah was promoting called The Secret, that's part of new thought. And uh, here's how it goes. Each person has a divine nature. We're all basically God and we can have what they call Christ consciousness at some point, simply by realizing that we've had it all along and there's really not Jesus Christ in the same way that we would believe. According to new thought adherents, they think that it's all inside you. So that, that's part of where these folks go with these spells and rituals. They're just simply um, demonstrating how divine they already are. This is a huge deception. A huge deception. It's a direct contradiction of Christian faith. We are not gods, and we do not create our own reality. You can, of course, do things that follow the will of God for your life and, and help other people along the way, and many of the things that we would know God would want us to do. It's not as if we, we are, are inactive in our lives, but it's a whole different mindset. The mindset of, I'm going to create a new reality where I'm a little God, where none of the tenets of Christianity matter, where Jesus Christ doesn't exist, or I will create him to be something else. That's the kind of thing these folks believe. So, for instance, um, again, go, go to Marcia Montenegro's website. It's fantastic for a long, long uh, post on this. But what she says is Christian scientists, the Unity Church, the positive thinking movement, chicken soup for the soul is even uh, advocates many much of this new thought philosophy. The Unity Church teaches, according to Marsha Montenegro, that God is a principle of love and goodness. Well, of course he is, but let's see where they go with this. Are they consistent with Christian thought? Well, no, Uh, as you you delve into it, that one must reject the false ideas based on what is perceived as reality. In other words, if you don't like it, just reject it. I, I think that's where that's going correct thinking will bring health, harmony, and prosperity. You know, I would, it would be really interesting to talk to people in third world countries who are so desperately poor, and many of our Christian brothers and sisters who are being persecuted. You know, correct thinking, bringing health, harmony, and prosperity. Many of them truly believe in Jesus, and they're, they're being persecuted for it. And in fact, in scripture, we are told that many of us will suffer in his name, and we are simply to be overcomers and keep believing and trusting, believing and trusting even in difficult circumstances. Another thing the Unity Church teaches is that man's personality disguises his true divine nature, but once man realizes this nature, he becomes Christ or God-man, thus attaining the higher state of Christ consciousness. This, folks, is heresy. Jesus realized, it's another thing they believe, Jesus realized his oneness with being, which is unity's term for God, as an example for mankind, and the Bible must not be read literally. No, Jesus was God on earth. He came to save us from our sins. His death on the cross and his resurrection are an example of his incredible love for us, his atonement for our sins through his blood, and the fact that he is the creator of heaven and earth because he can overcome Death And rise again to eternal life. And that's what each of us will do when we believe in him. Totally contradictory to true Christian faith. No, it, this is not cool. Witchcraft is not an, uh, a positive aspect of anything to do with empowering women or anyone else. It's rebellion against our merciful, loving God who has blessed us almighty in America. We need to be on our knees before him every day, thanking him profusely when we see what's happening in the rest of the world. We need to reach out to him and say, thank you, Lord. What can I do to serve you and you alone? Faithfully, So pray for Tom Brady and his wife and his family. Pray that their witness does not harm anyone, but pray for our country that we do not get drawn anymore into paganism, witchcraft, and these false faiths that lead us so far from the goodness and wonder of our Lord Jesus Christ. So keep praying, keep speaking out. Just remember, friends, just remember that with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day.